Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Large corporations, it seems, seem to thrive on paperwork. Some companies have everything written down, frequently with expensive paper stock and run through high-tech color printers. It could be something like an annual report to stockholders or a bunch of memos or even an operations manual so anyone who sits down to do any job within the corporation can have a reference on how to do it. Perhaps some go to excess, like, say, this company that ran afoul of the law in Winnipeg, Canada earlier this year. That's where police raided two homes and found illegal weapons and drugs along with cash and jewelry and one other thing. It seems as though the criminals who operated the drug trafficking ring thought a lot of paperwork to be necessary, and that's why the cops found a how-to manual during the raid. That manual included information on how the illegal drugs were obtained and moved into place, how they were sold, and how the money was collected. The book also included instructions on how to evade police, chapter that probably needs revision. (laughs) You know, Cliff, if you're going to be a criminal of any kind... You have to memorize the game book, the playbook. Yes. You can't have it laying around because once you're captured, all your info's right there, just like you said in that story. Always (laughs) memorize the playbook, eat it, do something with it, discard it. Exactly. But don't let the police have it. Boy, Mars is rather bright this morning, fellas. And man, the marijuana plant over at Albion, Illinois, about 15 miles away from me, Sure is shining up the sky this morning with all their grow lights. <clears throat> you almost smell it. Okay, you can't smell the lights over in Albany. The lights is not what you can no. smell. <laughs> yeah, that's not the lights you're smelling. <laughs> yeah, that's not the lights. <laughs> Cliff, sometimes we get requests from our tech service, 812-682-0520, if you want to yes. send something in this morning. Absolutely. Or leave us a um, voice message, We whatever right. you want to do. Any uh, timeline is available. That's right. And uh, we get uh, text messages wanting requests, Cliff, but this one here is going to be a toughie. I don't know what to do here. Okay. You see, one of our good friends this morning said that he wasn't with us yesterday because yeah. he went to the eye doctor. Okay. And this coming Tuesday, a week from today, he has to go back, and they're going to do a surgery on his eye. Now, that's a little bit scary, a little bit nerve-wracking. Yeah. Uh, Even if it's not your eye, it's somebody else's, it's still a little bit scary. (laughs) And he asked for a song, Cliff, for a guy that's got to have an eyeball removed and then put back in. That's a hard song to come up with, Cliff. That's tough. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you've got to think of a a songwriter who, you know, comes up with, uh, they usually start with like two or three words that's kind of catchy. Yes. Some thought. And then they build the entire song around just that phrase. But I don't think any songwriters ever sit down with the phrase being, have an eyeball removed and then put back in. <laughs> That's a toughie right there. <laughs> I'm doing the best I can here, Cliff. I'm going with Kenny yeah. Chesney. <laughs> I lost it here on the Morning Road Show with Weed and Cliff. <laughs> Hope they don't lose it. We'd be have seen this trick tried here in the States as an effort to evade capture by police. And it doesn't work in New Delhi, India, just as well as it doesn't work in the good old U.S. of A. This unidentified 23-year-old man 
in New Delhi, now believed to be involved in a criminal ring and faces charges in four different cases. But Saturday, police tried to stop him near the Kashmir Gate metro station because he was behaving suspiciously. suspiciously. At first, he and another suspect confronted officers who in that country are generally patrolling unarmed. But eventually, the two decided to make a break for it, running in the opposite direction of heavy oncoming traffic. Officers caught up with this guy after about a half a mile foot chase, and that's where he tried to pepper spray the cops but missed. And then he tried to employ a technique proven not to work, even though it does have the seal of approval of the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. As officers say, the man reached behind him and into his pants and produced a big handful of poop, which he then proceeded to smear all over himself. The police officer was, by the way, undeterred in his efforts to make the arrest and tackled the man and handcuffed him in spite of the fact that the assailant had, uh, well, covered himself with poop all over his body. That's desperate, Cliff. I don't know if... (laughs) I don't know if there's a situation where I could picture myself even trying that trick, Cliff. I think that there comes a time when you just got to say... I give. <laughs> Let it go, man, because Let... it's gone. Yeah, well, yeah, it was. Oh, you don't have this problem, Cliff, at the, uh, I don't, lookout retreat or whatever it is it's called where you're at downtown <laughs> here in Princeton. Yeah. But anybody that's working with a bunch of co-workers all has this problem. What's that? Anytime a co-worker right now yeah. sneezes or coughs, <laughs> Everybody else gives them the stink eye, thinking they've got yep. the virus. You're totally right. And everybody thinks, they've got it, they've got it. Yesterday, mm-hmm. I'm back at my desk, Cliff, about 1030. Yeah. And I could feel one of those sneezes coming up. And mm-hmm. so in order to avoid the stink eye, yeah. I did my very best to try and stifle this sneeze, which generally doesn't work. And I thought that I <laughs> yeah, had it. It just makes it worse. <laughs> I thought that I had it beat down. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden, out of nowhere, yeah. I let out a sneeze that I swear that flap in the back of my throat hit my front teeth when it was all over with. You mean your uvula? Whatever that thing's <laughs> called back there. I swear it hit my front teeth. And wow. everybody leaves the room. It's like a, a abandoning like ship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's a little bit freaky. Even if you're out in public somewhere, like shopping, Yeah. somebody beside you sneezes. And it's like evacuation orders. You could literally rob a bank in there if you had a bad cold, Cliff. (laughs) Well, Cliff, we received this text message I thought was pretty nice. A listener was asking uh, if I was going to uh, let the virus affect me this Halloween, or was I still going to go out (laughs) trick-or-treating? Okay. I have my costume, Cliff. Oh, you do? I have purchased the costume. It's here at Country 98.1. I will be dressing up. Yeah. I'll be in the food category again this year, as I was last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. But no, I will not be going door-to-door trick-or-treating this year. Not so much because of the virus, more so because of age, Cliff. <laughs> because of age. Age, age. You get to a point in time that... And, and people just look at you like, really? You gray-headed dude? Are knocking on my door for candy? I'm not really worried about that part of it, Cliff. Well, that's really. not it. No, okay. that's not really it. It's candy, you that's see. That's the part most people would be worried about. No, no, no. It's candy. I, I can oh. overlook that. But I'm to okay. the point right now, Cliff, with age, yeah. 
that I'm starting to get winded just knocking on the doors of people's houses. <laughs> and I find that I have to go home and use the restroom way too often to really get into the flow of things, if you know what I'm saying. I understand. You yes. know, it gets a little chilly around Halloween, and I'm like, yep. start to knock, and it's like, i got to go home for a minute. And you can't get a yes. pattern developed. <laughs> and you don't know where you've been or where you've not been. Th- yes. And <laughs> so you hit duplicate, you go back again, and they're like, you were just here. Gray-headed dude in a mask. <laughs> With a small bladder. Yes, that's me. I'm the guy. Well, Audrey at the Grand Ole Opry, you remember her, right, Cliff? Oh, yeah, definitely. We spoke with her several months ago before the pandemic broke out. And yeah. I've been working for days, emailing her back and forth. And mm-hmm. she's a little slow returning emails, and it drives I me mean, nuts. <laughs> I mean, nuts. I can't stand that. But she's a little slow. She's busy. I know that. But still... <laughs> She's she's like a, the marketing, one of the marketing people for the Grand Ole Opry. And so she deals with probably, I don't know, she's probably dealing with like 60 or 70 different radio stations around the country. I understand. I'm just saying the slow email <laughs> response drives me nuts. But anyway, we've been working on this for days. Okay. Trying to get her on this program so yeah. she can tell us what's happening at the Opry. They let people well, in yeah. last weekend, and she wanted to say yeah. something about that, I'm sure, and yeah. the rules and regulations and the game plan that the Opry has for all of us. And so we've been debating on this for quite some time, and finally she responded and said, yeah. hey, I think this day and this time would be a great time for us to do this. Okay. And so I replied back, it's a date. What's your phone number? Total silence from then on, Cliff. There's been absolutely no response from her. Perhaps it's a date was a bit much, you think? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with perhaps you, uh, you You could have worded that better. But like you said, Cliff, <laughs> yeah. she's got 60 or 70 other radio I mean, stations he's dealing with, so maybe that's, that's the reason she's so that, slow that in responding. That could be it, or probably she looked you up on the Internet after you said, it's a date. <laughs> What's your phone number? <laughs> so uh, she could be hard to get a hold of, Cliff, right. if you, I don't get you that could info. Have, yeah, you, you could have been ghosted. I'm I think saying. I was. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, that would make me mad. <laughs> okay, Cliff, i got to ask. Yeah. I've got to ask you this. <laughs> yeah. Did the AP guy there give out some kind of secret code or a handshake <laughs> thing that you guys all have, the, the 322 thing? Not that I'm aware of. He started that story and said 322 and then backed up and started over again. Yeah, I'm not sure if that was a code, I had though. no idea what that means. You're not playing <laughs> off here, right? No. Okay. No, I'm not. <laughs> I mean, you're not sworn to secrecy here, are you? No. No, there's no secret newsman handshake I mean, you may have thought that hypnosis was the stuff of comedy club routines but that's not an entirely correct assumption oh sure that line of people who get hypnotized on stage and made to do things they wouldn't normally do for laughs definitely exists but hypnotherapy which can leave a patient with a suggestion to improve their life does in fact exist but as we have seen anything that can be used can also be abused and that's why 55 year old robert brucker of fairfield new jersey is now in jail prosecutors say he ran a place called the major mindset hypnosis counseling although he isn't a licensed doctor and while they admit he may have helped some people out by leaving them with a hypnotic suggestion to quit smoking or stop some other bad habit at some point he found it necessary to allegedly start giving his patients a free prostate exam as part of the hypnosis procedure. 
<laughs> what is, what is I don't that? Know how that? I don't know I, how that works into the thing. I was trying to figure that myself. Does he say the secret word? Is it three two two and we all bend or what is this? I don't, I don't really know what's going on there, Cliff. <laughs> is is that what your new secret thing is? No, huh? no that's not it. Did, no. <laughs> is that what it is? Did you stand up and bend over? Well, I did, band? but I didn't know why. <laughs> You guys are playing us, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I knew it. Cliff, I could really use your help right now. My back started. Oh, to hurt. wait, wait, oh, wait. I forgot. Okay, hold on. I forgot. One, two, three. Oh, much better. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, see, he he did the, the other thing to start the hypnotic suggestion, <laughs> leaving you bent over with your pants around your ankles in the control room of the radio station for. I know probably four or five minutes. I had to reverse it. I'm glad you did. I'm glad yeah. you knew the antidote to that, too. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing about noon. Oh, no. Hi, this is Dana and Laura. We're the one that gave you the good tip yesterday, the tip of the day about your underwear. We're requesting that you play pontoon today. Cliff, you don't hear that every day, do you? <laughs> the tip of the day about your underwear. Yes, not <laughs> somebody just tuning in is going, why are people talking about your underwear and giving you tips on it? But they did yesterday. Dana yes. and Laura. Although we Apparently, never heard from Laura yet, have we? No, just just Dana speaking on behalf of Laura. Yes. So Laura could be made up kind of like your uh, secret code there was. Well, Cliff, while uh, Chris Stapleton was singing there, I ventured out back of the Country 98.1 Studios Okay. And as you know, I'm pointed toward the north when I'm looking at the vehicles going up and down Brumfield. Yeah. And off in the distance, mm-hmm. I can see Gibson General Hospital. Right. And it dawned on me. Now, I don't know the history of that hospital at all, so that's my ignorance right there. But <laughs> okay. But to me, and yeah. I don't even know if this is correct on the name and why it got that name, but yeah. to me... When I hear and see Gibson General Hospital, I think of this. What a perfect name. Gibson for Gibson County. General. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, we do general hospital stuff. I mean, like, if you got the bubonic plague, that's probably not the place you want to go. They probably don't want you there either. (laughs) It's also true. And hospital. It is a hospital. Perfect name. Because it's a hospital. Right. Yes. Gibson General Hospital. Perfect. That made me think, Cliff, what would be a bad name for a hospital? (laughs) you know you come up with one i've built and designed a hospital and now i'm looking for the name of it the dollar tree medical center is probably (laughs) not where you want to go yeah (laughs) the suture yourself budget medical center that's 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 a no-no don't go there i'm just saying (laughs) purveyor of at-home colonoscopy kits (laughs) yes our lady of misplaced surgical tools you don't want to go to that one because you already know what's going to happen yeah and the heavy Mm. on the mayo clinic heavy on the mayo you don't need to go there either those are some bad names but gibson general hospital that's right in the sweet spot there cliff yeah well we got a Mm. call here let's see who we got oh okay three Two, two, you will play an Alan Jackson song. Oh, now you know what's happened to me, Cliff. Help me. Help me, Cliff. <laughs> no. Help. Are your pants around your ankles again? <laughs> Cliff, could you help me out a little bit here? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You want me to help you out? I wish you would, yeah. Are your uh, pants still down around your ankles? My back's hurting badly. You're fr- and you're bent over then? Yes. 
So uh, I guess we probably, because you have the, apparently, and I didn't know this, you have the hypnotic suggestion that every time you hear someone from the Associated Press say what they said, it, um, well, it, it triggers that inside of you. Yes. <laughs> you so <laughs> without further delay, could you help me out here? <laughs> okay, so let's do one, two, three. There. Okay. And so uh, now we just need to remove permanently remove that su hypnotic suggestion. So I'm going to snap my fingers. And when I snap my fingers, you'll fall into a deep hypnotic trance. And then I will say the words to remove that. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Weed, can you hear me? I can. Okay, good. Are you relaxed? I am kind of relaxed. Okay, good. So the uh, hold that the Associated Press news anchors have over your uh, mind you are now released from no longer will it be necessary for you to stand bend over and drop your pants whenever they say what they said it's gone from you now and now i'm going to snap my fingers and you'll be back oh no it was the wrong one an earlier cliff we were mentioning some uh, terrible, terrible names for a brand new hospital. Yeah. And Angie texted in, and she thought the uh, mm -hmm. Grawlix Hospital would be a horrible name for one, too. <laughs> and I think that's a good one right there. If you recall yesterday on Take It to the Bank, yeah, we all found out what Grawlix meant. Right. That's uh, in the comic books, or I guess it's become basically a lexicon of uh, anytime you want to write a curse word but not actually write the curse word. You use all of those characters across the top row of the keyboard on the, you know, the ampersand and the pound sign and all that other beeswax. Yes. And that would be a good one. Grawlix Hospital. Name. That Grawlix Hospital. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of that, Cliff, and I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings this morning. Okay. Because we all try right. to keep it lighthearted. But, uh, yeah. You know, somebody we haven't heard from this morning, and I'm kind of surprised, is our good buddy Phil over in Ireland, Indiana. Oh, Phil McCracken. Yes. Now, the guy could use some anger management courses. I think we could all <laughs> yeah, agree on that. I, I mean, it's a, some mornings it's a cold wind up his skirt, but yes. yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, well, don't call it that because he will get mad. <laughs> but I'm surprised we haven't heard from Phil this morning, Cliff. I agree. We haven't heard from him at all. But that's okay. It's all right. He doesn't have yeah. to call in every single day, every single moment this or nothing. True. Well, Cliff, we've got another call here on the Anytime line. Oh, okay, cool. Top of the morning, KFL McCracken. Just heard my name. Just got out of me. Anger management class, you son of a growlix. All right, okay. <laughs> All right. Perhaps, Cliff, today's lesson didn't take at the anger management <laughs> course. <laughs> that was Maybe a bit rude. <laughs> he needs to work a little bit of overtime in his anger management I class. think he needs to punch the overtime clock there. Yes, I do. Yeah. Wow. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. And Cliff, our take it to the bank today is, well, it depends on the kind of music you like. All right. Do you like fast-paced music with a quick tempo, or do you like the slower kind of songs, more like the ballads and the blues? They okay. found in research, Cliff, that your taste in music depends a lot on the height of your parents. Oh, know, really? It sounds weird. It seems like an odd connection. Well, yes. the new study is out that says a baby develops a love for either fast music or slow-paced music because of their height of the parents. Shorter parents 
tend to have yeah. babies who like faster music, and taller parents tend to have babies who like the much slower jams. Okay. And they think, Cliff, that it's because shorter parents, whenever they're carrying their children, have to take quicker steps to get around than somebody who's long-legged. <laughs> and that pace and that rhythm of something yeah. being quick makes the kids want to have a higher and faster tempo music whenever they're listening to music later on. I don't know if any of that's true. My parents were pretty short, and I kind of <laughs> like slow music myself. So that you kind of go against the whole... Uh, I go against that. Now, how about yeah. you, Cliff? Oh, my goodness. I'm I'm kind of more of a slow music kind of a... Kind of a you know, like a, we've discussed here on this program before. I'm kind of a... Uh, a smooth jazz kind of a thing, which is not really, you know, all that upbeat. can be, but it's more slow, I'd say. Would you say your parents are tall or short? Um, well, my dad's probably six foot, and my mom's probably 5'8", something like that. So maybe 5'6". It's kind of a mix. I'm not really big or – they're not really tall or short, and I'm not really that much of a fast or slow. I kind of – Take it, take it all in. So it kind of looks like, Cliff, we're over for 2 yeah. and this whole survey is a bunch of bunk, doesn't it? <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> you're supposed to be able to take yeah. that to the bank, Cliff. It's supposed Never to be Never mind all that. Yeah, yeah, forget all that. <laughs> Ignore what we said and take it to the bank. <laughs> Anything said today, Cliff? As a matter of fact, let's start with Morning Roadshow phrase of the day number three, a free prostate exam, which somehow led to phrase 3A. The secret newsman handshake, which somehow led to a hypnotic suggestion that left Weed bent over with his pants around his ankles in the control room. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> I don't know either. Like, by, by the way, did, did anyone see you like that? No, no, they didn't, thankfully. Cliff. Okay, good. I'm glad we got that taken care of. Yes. Number two, a big handful of poop. You knew that was going to happen. Oh, right yeah. The, yeah so the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, having an eyeball removed and then put back in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Cliff. Yeah. Even now, though. Yeah. Every once in a while, I. <laughs> if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.